0: The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everyone, this is Russell Cox, editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication. Today we are going to be talking again about the process of business license standardization during 2021, during this year, Act 176, the South Carolina Business License Standardization Act requires those cities and towns that have a business license to take several steps to ensure they are administering the tax in the same way all around the state, beginning New Year's Day, January 1st, 2022. We have recorded podcasts about this before. Uh, Most recently, we did one on the Association's Model Business License Ordinance. This time, we are going to be discussing the process of Rebalancing rates and using the association's 2021 business class schedule for this podcast, we have with us here Jeff Shacker and Charlie Barano, the association's two field services managers. Jeff, how are you today?
1: Doing great, glad to be here for this podcast.
0: Glad to have you, And, and Charlie, how are you? Hey, Russell, doing good, good to be with everybody today. So to discuss this, we should talk about the steps you have to take, all the steps you have to take for business license standardization. Uh, the association has developed a seven-step guide for compliance. It's it's on our website, and rebalancing what we're talking about today doesn't come in until step three in, in those seven steps. So, Jeff, could you talk a little bit about we've covered this before, but it always bears repeating a little bit about what comes before you get to rebalancing.
1: Sure, sure. Absolutely, Russell. Well, one of the first things that you you've got to do is you have to transition to the new standard dates that are required in uh, Act 176, which is the Business License Standardization Act. Mm-hmm. And those dates for the business license period are May 1st through April 30th. Now, there are some cities out there that weren't or haven't already transitioned to those dates. In fact, only uh, only a few have. Mm-hmm. Most cities are either on a calendar year with a grace period for payment, for instance, January through December with an April 15th date to pay, for example. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they may be on a July 1st to June 30th business license period. Um, now, there's some other dates out there, but by and large, that covers most cities those cities will need to transition to the new dates for the January one through December 31st cities. Um, it'll simply be a matter of extending their 21 licensing period so that they can get to April 30th of 2022 Mm -hmm. for those cities that are on a July one business license year, they're going to need to shorten and they'll shorten by two months and, uh, you know, to get them to April 30th, 2022. Um, Ideally, this would be done with an ordinance because an ordinance was used to establish the current licensing period that cities are operating under. But, you know, we also understand, you know, that sometimes, you know, you may run into issues in terms of going through the ordinance process. And when you're extending the licensing year, you know, that, that's probably a little, an easier process or a smoother process because it's an extension. When you're shortening the licensing period, you, you may run into you know, some opposition or criticism from businesses. So you'd you'd want to use the correct technical approach to change the license year. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one of the, the next things that you'll need to do is you need to ensure that all of your businesses are assigned a North American Industrial Classification System code. Uh, we, you know, everything in government has an acronym. We we call that NAICS, the NAICS code. NAICS, yes, yeah. You need to need to make sure that all of your businesses are assigned a NAICS code, and you'll see that it's a six digit code. Um, you'll also see when you visit the Census Bureau's website. Who, um, you know, this, you can consider the Census Bureau like the managing entity when it comes to maintaining NAICS and the repository for for information on NAICS. When you go to their website, you'll, you'll notice that there's a tw- 2007 edition, there's a 2012 edition, and a 2017 edition. So this gets updated every five years, and that's necessary because new types of businesses will come into existence, and that requires they're assigned a code, and sometimes the deck has to be reshuffled slightly to incorporate this new type of business mm-hmm. within their, um, their system of classification. Um, one thing I want to mention, too, related to the rebalancing don't get so hung up on the six-digit code. Think about it like, and this is probably not a really good metaphor, but it's just the one that comes to mind. So I'll go ahead and do that disclaimer. Um, think about it like the ballpark. You, go, you know, It's baseball season. You go into a baseball game. You know, the first two digits get you into the right section for your seat. The next two digits get you into the right row, and then the final two digits are your seat number. What you need to do for the purposes of the process we're going to talk about with you today in the podcast is you need to make sure you're in the right section and in some cases the right row. Mm-hmm. So when you get down to assigning the NAICS code, if you're not already on NAICS and you've got to assign those code numbers, just keep in mind, do the six-digit code, but don't sit there and agonize over the last two digits. If you mm-hmm. get hung up, pick the best one and move on, basically. But make sure it's the 2017 NAICS And then you're going to want to, as part of the uh, process of implementing the new um, class schedule, which determines uh, what types of businesses go into which rate class within the new model ordinance, you're going to want to make sure that it's the correct NAICS code and that that
0: business with that NAICS code is in the correct rate class. Okay. I believe that brings us to the rebalancing process. Can we begin, and Charlie, I'll pitch this one to you, uh, rebalancing in this context? What does that mean? Sure. Uh, Again, a component
2: of Act uh, 176 was the rebalance requirement. And so cities and towns uh, must rebalance their business license tax rates uh, to ensure revenue neutrality uh, during the uh, 2022 business license uh, year cycle. So in other words, that means achieving compliance with the law during the first year cannot have the effect of creating a windfall of revenue relative to the 2020 uh, revenue uh, license year. Mm -hmm. However, if if a city or town, and this is very important, projects that it might lose revenue. Uh, we need to know that. They need to know that uh, as a result of the, the rebalance because obviously they would want to ensure uh, that they ad- adjust their rates uh, to, to ensure that they're revenue neutral. So uh, it, the, the rebalance is, is very important for municipalities to ensure that um, they are able to at a minimum get the same revenue that they had uh, during the, the 2020 uh, license year.
0: So the the association has a process to help city and town staff, business license staff, model out rate changes, correct?
1: We we, we do. We do. In uh, fact, the association staff is developed a really neat tool. It's Excel-based. Um, I don't know how many Excel nerds we have out there in our audience, but you know, if you look at some of the formulas in that spreadsheet, you know, you'll know, you get really excited if you're an Excel nerd. If you're not, it may blow your mind, so don't worry about it. You don't have to know how exactly how it works, just that you got the correct outcome. But to use that Excel tool, though, your data has to be, number one, we have to have a certain, certain types of data from you And then also it has to be in the correct format in order for it to be cut and paste into the model and for the model to work correctly. So um, many of our cities are using business license software and they have the ability to export their data uh, to a format that we can use or that they can use for our uh, Excel-based conversion model. Um, You would need to export that data either into a common separated value file, a CSV, or directly into Excel, and I know some of the software out there there can do it. Either way, it's usable. It can be brought into Excel, and we can use the modeling tool that we've developed to uh, process it. Uh, but you'll you'll need to get it in that correct format. Um, and then you've got a liaison that's been assigned to you on our staff, and I just would recommend using that liaison as an extra set of eyes. You know, you kind of, whenever you write something, it's always good to have somebody review it for you because you just miss all these grammatical-type mistakes or maybe your tone isn't exactly what you hope to convey <laughs> yeah. you know and you have them review it for that excel spreadsheets are like that too you know i mean especially if you've got a lot of in this case there's not many columns but you might have a lot of rows and so you know a member of our staff will be glad to take a look at it for you and just you know be that extra set of eyes
0: there is a list on the association's website www.masc.sc the the, the big page web page for all the standardization stuff you know i talk about the seven steps it's all listed out there go to the website uh run a search for the word standardization you will find the the steps you will find the list for the liaisons caitlin calls them contacts she doesn't call them liaisons <laughs> and uh, also you can find all the podcast we've had um talking about this I got kind of fancy with you on that on that word, yeah. A liaison, A liaison, yeah, A liaison.
2: The communication staff have done an exceptional job of of putting all this information together. Um, I, I'd encourage uh, you know our clerks, business license official, uh, business license folks that are out there. Um, now's the time. Do not kick the can down the road anymore. You need to begin working on this. Uh, and and putting this information together, don't don't be overwhelmed, as, as Jeff said. And uh, we've put examples out there, and, and your liaison, your staff contact, is here uh, to help you.
0: Because that, that big date is is coming of January first, twenty twenty two, and uh, so all the, all the steps are, are things that need to happen before then.
2: Exactly, exactly, okay. absolutely.
1: You know, and, and, and kind of playing on what, what Charlie said. I mean. You know, we're here as a resource to to help you with the conversion, to do the conversion for you. Uh, Essentially, whatever level of assistance you need, we're here to provide that. You know, it's a a member benefit. There's no additional cost to it. We just want to make sure that this process goes smoothly um, and that you have the resources you need to do it correctly. You know, one of the uh, issues related um, to, to timing for this while you've got until the end of the year, like Charlie said, you really need to get moving on it now because if we're assisting many of the cities with the conversion, if you can kind of picture a bottleneck and all the data comes in at the same time and that's towards the end of the calendar year, it's we're going to have limited available resources to do those conversions and get them done by December 31st. So if we're going to have a bottleneck, let's have it now yep. <laughs> and we can work through all those projects mm-hmm. and get them done for everybody on time.
0: Okay. Any, any any, final thoughts?
2: Start now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Jeff, Charlie, thank you both. Thank you, Russell. Glad to. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on facebook twitter and instagram